we have the Italian stallion and fan favorite receiver, Nico Regani, joining the show. Nico, let's go. Finally, a welcome. What up, boys? Happy to be here. G. <laughs> we we've been waiting. This has been in the works for probably almost ten months. Forever, dude. <laughs> it's impossible, but uh, I mean, let's just start it off. We'll get the people knowing you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got a few questions. All right. LeBron or MJ? Lego. <laughs> Best receiver from Connecticut, you or Vines? This is a tough one. We're both from the 203, so we could share the title. If he was from the 860, I'd have to take it from him. We're both 203 guys, so we'll share it. I like Best it. athlete in Connecticut history, you, Vines, or Cap? Ooh. Me and Vines, no cap. Oh, cap was, damn, dude. <laughs> no cap. Uh, who's the better TikToker, you or Coop? Ooh. Coop's got some good TikToks. I'll give it to Coop. You guys, you guys oh. haven't been making too much content lately. I know. I feel like we're we're too old for that now. We got to leave it to like the underclassmen of the team to do that stuff. So twenty four. Yeah, when I left the team, I felt like when I left the team, I felt like my other half had disappeared in the yeah. TikTok game. It's messed up. Just yeah. deleted it on the spot. <laughs> uh, and then better pizza, Chicago deep dish or New Haven thin crust? Listen, we had Chicago deep dish this summer when we went to visit Beast before the Cubs game. I'm pretty sure this shit isn't even pizza. It's like. <laughs> soup in like a giant bread bowl it's disgusting it's like a three out of ten on the scale but new haven pizza capital of the world as i'm sure you guys know i'm gonna throw in a wild card because this isn't talked about enough i think deep dish is third best because detroit style is better than deep dish what is that's detroit style you ever had like a Jets pizza? You ever heard of that? Jacks? It's thick. It's Jets. It's like the thicker kind, but it's not deep dish. It's like an actual, like here, I'll pull it up. Mm. And it, it's like a, I don't want to say a loaf of bread, but it's the full it's cake. A the square? Yeah. Yeah. A rectangle. And they cut it into squares. Hey, I'm That's giving possible. you, like, I'm giving possible? you guys a It might be possible, but. Everyone. And then they put the tomato sauce and the cheese on top of it, like, like, and it's like very thick. That looks disgusting. No, you yeah. don't understand, bro. It's, <laughs> it's all right. Wait, that's deep dish Detroit. That's not the actual Detroit. Speaking of the Dave Portnoy scale, he tweeted at you. He did. That was pretty cool. That was like the pinnacle of my existence right there. <laughs> yeah. Was your phone just blowing up after that happened? Yeah, well, he. He tweeted about Riley first because Riley like shit on New Haven Pizza. And I was like, this fucking guy's tweeting about Riley. I was all like pissed about it. And then he tweeted saying uh, whatever. At least this guy like knows what he's talking about, which I thought was pretty cool. Cause Riley, At least this kid isn't an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like this guy Riley shitting on New Haven Pizza and talking about his Casey's Pizza. I was like, and he's stupid, man. Ridiculous. We were so fired up when we saw those tweets. Like – 
when they first tweeted at Riley, we were like, holy crap. And then they tweeted <laughs> at Nico, and everyone, we all like went to those guys' house. We're like, you, you see Twitter? Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that's it. And that was like right when NIL came out, too. Mm-hmm. I know. I tweeted back at him. I was like, let me be the freaking pizza guy for what's his pizza? I think it's one bite. One yeah, we, we planned that. We planned that. We were like all together as a group and we're like, okay. Yeah. What do we say that is the best chance of getting an NIL deal with Portnoy? Yeah, Sue so did not respond to me. Best well, all right. We'll see this. We'll stitch it. I think tackle. you got – you have to set up a pizza review next time you're in New Haven. Uh-huh. My my aunt came up with the idea that we should, like, do a pizza review of his pizza and, like, have Riley do it with me and then we'll tag him in it, which I feel like he might have answered that, but – we were just like too lazy and felt like it might be a little corny if we did it. So we didn't end up doing it. I like it though. I know. I kind of like it looking back at it now. There's still time. Mm. I think, I think what you got to do, we play, if we get Michigan in the big 10 title this year, you got to do like uh, what Trent did when Trent got his job there. Mm. Just throw a bet on the line that you get an NIL deal. If you beat <laughs> Michigan and you do a pizza review with them. <laughs> that's a pretty good idea <laughs> who's trent uh he was he was an iowa guy he's one of the golf guys at barstool now but he bet him in i think it was the game keith hit the walk off that bet him them that he has to get a nil deal or a deal with them or work for them he, yep he got a job like right in new york at downtown office that's if they beat time. him Dude, one of, my, <laughs> one of my friends one time like got a bunch of Starbucks coffee, Starbucks coffees and walked into like Barstow headquarters and act like he was an intern and they just let him get through. And he was like in Barstow. It was pretty funny. Like five years ago. They probably, they probably just let him. Yeah. They had no they clue. took videos and stuff. Yeah. He, he like tweeted at them like a picture of him in their like thing with a bunch of coffees, like just acting like an intern and was walking to your headquarters or whatever. I mean, at least they got some coffee off. That's true. Yeah. Was it the same friend who Ryan last week just shouted out for having the Connecticut bias? Yeah. Who is he talking about? Justin Keish? Is that what he said? Yep. No, different guy. But yeah, Ryan's like friends with a bunch of my boys back home now. And they like talk shit about UConn basketball versus Marquette, all stuff like that. East Coast guy, Italian family, enormous family. Squad. And it's like, it's a story every week, incredible stories. Mm. Uh, But like the amount they travel to see you for sixth year, your sister even caught, it was either your sister or your dad commented, uh, we need to set up a GoFundMe for this season. (laughs) It was either my dad or my aunt's kind of active on Twitter too. One of my, my dad's like half sister is, 20 years younger than him and she's only seven years older than me so we're like damn near siblings at this point it's just a, a giant family they like my dad probably missed one game this whole time because like my sister had covid or something so he couldn't fly but then every time they're coming out here all the away games they like have a big tailgate right outside of kinnick and then i know like all these guys like going to because my dad goes hard and like specifically gets booze for like Ryan and Coop when I all come, which is funny. So it's cool seeing everyone get together and like root me on, which is 
which is pretty awesome. It's like inspiring, I guess. Just pushes me to like make me the best I could be, which is cool. And it it it's like the Regani family name is so legendary in the tailgate fields that <laughs> the, <laughs> there was one guy in the tailgate field this year, and they said or they recognized me from the pod, and he right away goes, "Where's the Regani tailgate?" <laughs> But it's awesome. Like you yeah. guys are like a legendary family. What's it? What's it like coming back to the East Coast? I know Rutgers and Maryland. You always have a big turnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Rutgers, we had like literally eighty nine people on the dot, which I thought was like a sign to maybe I'd have a good game. Little do I know, I had zero catches that game. But whatever, it's all right. We won. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, but like seeing all the people like tailgating out there was like cool, and all my friends like have been ruining me, like ruined for me ever since I was in high school. Like, so yeah, I'm pretty thankful. Another thing I think is pretty cool is so my dad played college baseball at UConn, and like two of his boys from the baseball team like come to pretty much all of my games here. Like one of them lives in Des Moines. His name is AQ. I met him. The summer before I ended up coming here, I came to a camp here. And we met him like somewhere in Des Moines. And I was like, this is the weirdest guy I've ever met. Like he was so weird. And then now he's like literally one of the best guys I know ever. And then another guy, I call him Uncle Jimmy. It's actually Justin Keish's uncle. He's not even my uncle, just my like my dad's boy. He's been coming to every game. So it's just like seeing him with all his college boys is cool because I feel like that's how me and like Coop and Ryan and Spence, Riley, all those guys will be like when we have kids and stuff like that. That's what I hope for, which is, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. It was a blast coming back to watch you guys. What was, uh, what led into the decision to return six year? There were a lot of transfers and obviously your name could have gone in the portal, but you decided to come back to Iowa. Yeah. I mean, you see like, Guys like Chuck Sizzle freaking going to the portal and having otherworldly years, which like I always knew Chuck was capable of that. And then you're like, eh, maybe, like maybe the grass could be like green over there, but I don't know, not to like Chuck went into the just the perfect scenario ever, you know, like with his boy from high school and stuff like that. And David Bell leaving, you know, I don't really no, I don't have like a friend from middle school that plays quarterback somewhere. So like I, I was trying to like, I literally took Charlie's like Charlie, like literally made a blueprint of what to do. And I was like trying to map out how it would be like he did, but it just wasn't mapping up. And I mean, I love Iowa. So coming here for a, a six year, isn't like something I'm not excited to like, I'm super excited to be here every single day. And I believe in the coaches and I believe in the quarterbacks and the line and all the other receivers that will be able to turn this thing around. I think it'll be pretty cool if, I mean, everyone's shitting on Iowa and like saying we won't do shit this year, like and our defense is going to stink and or the offense is going to stink, the defense will carry us, whatever. So I think it'll be cool to turn it around. Definitely. Have, have you been throwing with uh, Kate at all? Yeah, he uh, we've been throwing a little bit. We just had our first day of skills and drills, which is like when we do seven on seven and stuff like that. The offense looked pretty good. 
Cade's definitely got like a little chip on his shoulder, which I think is cool, especially coming from Michigan, like all that stuff. So I feel like it's a little bit of all of our revenge tours going into this year, like Cade obviously with Michigan and us proving all the people wrong that think our offense won't be anything. Oh. That's hype. Yeah, it is pretty hype. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely a, a quality leader. Like when he shares stuff in the team meetings and stuff like that, like he he knows what he's talking about and he like carries himself in a certain sort of way, which is which is exciting to me. It is cool. It is cool thing because like he's coming from a school where he got injured, got beat out by McCarthy. Yeah, and now he's at a school where the starting quarterback got injured. Mm-hmm. He's going up against a younger guy. He has a good opportunity to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, step into a leadership role. Having been a leader is probably huge for the offense to push forward and um, definitely get people excited about what this year is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I think is pretty cool is like Eric all coming here and Cade coming here. It's not like there are these two like slapdicks. Like these are two guys that were captains for freaking the University of Michigan transferring here. And like hearing their wisdom and like hearing how they think about things and just stuff like that, seeing how they look at things when they're like the big dogs or like the Big Ten. And one thing Kay talked about was how they know that Iowa, let me try and word this correctly. It's going to be hard. They know that Iowa knows that like, Michigan has all these five-star guys, but Iowa's going to come in there and be like the tougher team and try and out-tough you, which is like one thing that they were always cautious of before playing us. And I was talking to Eric all during bowl prep because I was hurt and he came to like watch a practice. And he was like telling me he was, he was like getting emotional watching our practices, which was pretty cool. And said that if you watched the Iowa practice and watched the Michigan practice, you would think that Iowa was like the undefeated team because of how hard we practice. And like the coaches always say, you train harder than everybody else. You practice harder than everybody else. But like, you're like, and do you really believe that? Or like, they're just like saying this, just like hype you up. But like him saying that it's like, I don't know, motivating. It's That's cool. Huge. That's sick. It was pretty sick. That's crazy. And you guys played both of them. They were both starters at Big Ten mm-hmm. Championship game. Yeah, it ran so- it up on us. Yeah, has that come up at all? Uh, I mean, not really, actually. I haven't really thought about it. Um, Good. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I would expect him to, like, bust my balls about it, but he, he hasn't at all. It's more of like a, yeah, like, now we got you, so you're on our team now, right? Let's fucking do it in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. How weird was it? I know, uh, like, obviously you and Spence are super tight, um, mm. like, great friends. How weird is it going from uh, Spencer, who you've lived with, yeah. uh, he's he's cooked you meals. We got that story <laughs> from Charlie when he came on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then now you're going to Cade for the basically the first time as with you being an upperclassman, a leader of Mm -hmm. essential part to the offense. How different is it? Yeah. I mean, like you could tell both of them like prepare extremely well. Like Spencer's one of the smartest people that I know, like football wise and off the field as well. 
So just like one thing looking back, I always wish that me and Spence could have like won a Big Ten title together, which would have been cool because that's like my boy, obviously. But going forward this year, just I, I have one year left to get this done. So just putting all my eggs in this basket and like trying to get Cade to trust me as fast as I possibly can. So like just running the route exactly how he wants me to run the route because if you play football, you play receiver, you know, like the quarterback's never wrong. It's always the receiver's fault pretty much. So I put that on my shoulders. Like I want that. I mean, so I'm going to be the one receiver who runs every route exactly how Cade wants it to be. And every time he throws me the ball, I'm going to make sure I catch the ball because when the season comes, I want to be the guy that he's trusting. So that starts now just putting in the work, catching every ball, doing all the little things right, picking his brain, like knowing how he wants things done. Pretty much the same things I did with Spence. It was just real easy with Spence because we lived together for the past five years, and he wasn't shy like telling me how he felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, is it, yeah. How different is that? So, is Cade living off campus or is he living with you guys now? Uh, he lives like ten minutes away. Yeah, dude, he's a good kid though. It should be fun. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, and then also Tori returned too. I know you guys are buddies. Yeah. Uh, how crazy is it seeing like your good friends take off? Like, I mean, Coop's in Charleston, yeah. Moss is training for the NFL. Like, is it just wild seeing everyone take a different life or different path in life right now? Or Be- what? Before before he answers this, I'll answer it for him in my part. Cause like when I first moved down here, I was down here for probably a week and a half maybe. And then him, Ryan, and Spence all came to visit me. So like, I really didn't feel like I was gone for that long. Mm. But since then, like now having to go to Iowa to visit them for like, game, like watching them play and like hanging out with them knowing – because like they have like their own agenda. So it's not like, like they can hang out with me the whole time. So it sucks. It <laughs> fucking sucks because I miss these guys. I, t- I text these guys like every week. Yeah. And I always say I'm like, it's, I miss the hell out of you guys. Mm. And like they're doing football, and I'm working. It's like, damn, I mm. wish I was there. But yeah, I'll let Nico on his experience. I like, with it. I wanted to get like lunch a couple of days ago, and I like looked through my phone to see who I could text to go get lunch with, and nobody was like here anymore. Like Moose was doing something, and Spencer was like on a date with his girlfriend or something like that. So it was just me. I was like, all my friends have left. All the guys I play football with in my class left, like Sammy and all those girls, like they don't live here anymore. So it's it's really like just me, which is like nice a little bit selfishly because I have no like distractions anymore and I could like really just lock in on myself, which I think is good for me. Leave out a little bit of booze in here and there because like what am I going to the bars for? Like hang out with a bunch of 18 year olds like it's whatever. So, wait. So, when you go to the bars now, are you able to tell like how young someone is? Because when we go back, it's like we're used to going out in the city mm. where people are our age. And yeah. Then you go back and you're like, wow, that's that's a freshman. I know it's <laughs> but, wild. <laughs> yeah, it's messed up, dude. Some guys like some guys around here call me peepaw as a joke. It's like, all right, that shit's not. Oh shit. <laughs> Let me turn the lights on. Get the motion sensors going. 
I want to hop back in on this because when I came back, I mean, like going to the bars was like, how they let high schoolers in here? <laughs> like when you go yeah. back to the bars, it's like, and I'm sorry that I'm eating my steak right now. I have a very time crunch schedule tonight. Yeah, ridiculous. But bro. it's like you go to the bars and it's like half the kids look like they may be in eighth grade. Well, you could get in. I remember in Iowa City, like you could hand them your debit card and they'd be like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's sideways, you're in that yeah. bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, get like definitely. Iowa City West kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, a, it's not like I'm a senior, right? So like if I'm a senior, then I'm like 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And it's like, eh, four-year difference. Whatever, you do that. But I'm a, like a six-year senior. Like some of these guys on the team, I'm like six years older than. Like 24 to 18 is a big jump. It's like a huge jump. My youngest sister is 18 years old. There's a huge jump between us. Like. It's just – it's weird. It's weird, man. People are, like, joking. I heard somebody in the locker room had cleats today from Terry Roberts, and they were like, like, these cleats could be five years old. That's how old he was. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm like, I don't <laughs> chill out. Tell him to chill out. <laughs> Terry, yeah. T-Rob is still playing. I know. It's just, it's just funny, man. Yeah. Wait, wait, question for you. So you said your sister's this is a uh your sister is she gonna be a freshman this upcoming year? Yeah, she's gonna be a freshman next year. So I'm I'm trying to come into Iowa. That's the goal. So I already got my middle sister here, which is like super cool. We hang out all the time. We actually started doing family dinner every Tuesday. So we'll be doing this after that. My dad wanted us to start doing that. So every Tuesday, like, I steal a bunch of shit from whoever brings us food and just bring it over there. And, like, her sister's on the baseball team. They don't get fed like we get fed. So he's, like, eating a – what do you have? Like a chop house, like, Mexican burrito night. You know what I'm talking about, Coop? Come on. Those were, like, the best nights. He was, like, in heaven eating it. They get, like – granola bars for dinner there i'm like come yeah, on that's gas that's i mean we, we we do get spoiled with the food we got and like yeah I, I really hate to say that like we would i mean at least i took it for granted very much so like you're getting free food every night i know what was it black card like, no yeah, this isn't black well, this isn't black card though like mm. we would get we would get catered meals in the facility every every natural um meetings yeah. so like they were really good meals okay. yeah we'll have and like then, we just started having tin roofs come here. You know a tin uh, roofs? Yeah. Yeah, so they're bringing, like, buffet dinner to us, like, during the week. And then on Wednesdays and Fridays, they put, like, $20 on our black card. And we, like, go get Chipotle or go get Estella's or Konomi, just stuff like that. It's just – I'm very grateful for it now. Like, being here for six years, I definitely feel like I'm older and more mature to, like, realizing how lucky I am being here. Which is wild, um, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of like now I am like I am trying to budget for like lunch and dinner. Like I am so used. To, I was like a very picky eater. Still, yeah, I feel like you were going to like buy dinner every night and not I go buy dinner even when we had catered dinner. That's how bad it was. Rat, fucking crying over the food, bro. Like I would, I would like I was not. I was. Very spoiled, and I was—I act like a little spoiled brat. 
And I was not happy about that because now, like, I look back at it and it's like I was budget. I, I didn't budget a thing. I'd go out and eat. Mm-hmm. I had free food. I could have saved. I know guys. I know guys on the team who got a scholarship. And, just and when they got a scholarship, they graduate with $40,000 in their bank account. Yeah, it's crazy. Because they just saved. They'd eat food. They'd use the food that night and just use it for the week. And, like, now it's like, damn, dude. Like, I really should have mm-hmm. done that. Because now I still eat out. And I'm, <laughs> I have, like, $20 in my bank account before I get, the night before I get paid. Yeah, those dudes, though, they must have had, like, no fun. Just bought no booze on the weekends, though, saving all that money. What the hell are they doing on the weekends? Sitting in their room. No, trust me. Here, of course, you can can bleep this out if you want. It it was Sam Branks. No way. Yes. And uh, Parker Hesse. Dang. I mean, like, I don't eat out that much. So where the hell is my money going? Not which one shoes or clothes for you? That's why we need the NIL deal for you. The pizza man. deal. I actually have an NIL deal coming. It's supposed to get like finished on March 1st with uh marquee pizza. I'm getting my own pizza. It's gonna like I'm gonna get to name it and stuff like that. So that'll be pretty cool. That's sweet. Wait, where's where's marquee pizza at? Like next to 30 hop, the Italian place. Oh, that's oh, awesome. That's sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's elite. What are what are the toppings gonna be? I haven't decided yet, but one like every time you buy pizza, one dollar is gonna go to me, and then one dollar will go to like a charity that I pick. Oh, and that's I'm awesome! Gonna, I'm trying to like, I'm thinking of like setting up something like uh, Tori did, like every kick counts, and then just add it onto that with like the receivers, and then hopefully people like bid on it and take the Iowa receiving core as a joke and bid like a lot of money. And then we have a good year and then they're stuck paying like a shit ton of money. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I think it's smart. That's great. Yeah. I think it's very smart. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool. like receiving yard is a dollar. It wouldn't even be that much money last year. It had to be like fucking $20. <laughs> Maybe bleep that part out. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what? Okay, still the greatest. You had a good Purdue game. I was at that game. That was a good game. We had to win that game, especially with Chuck Sizzle going there. It was we had no choice but to win that game. That was that was so fun to watch. Yeah, you were in the like, same route every time, and they just like you were open. I know I caught like three drag balls for like 70 yards that game. They just decided to leave me wide open. I wasn't mad about it. The last one, they popped me a little bit though. Your touchdown, you basically caught at the line of scrimmage. (laughs) There was no one. It was just the Red Sea part. It just let me walk right in there. It was awesome. So you have to walk us through the coolest catch of all time. Oh, yeah. I will t- and I, I I text Nika this every time I watch this video. Every single time I watch it, I've texted him. I'm currently crying right now. Watch this. <laughs> oh, every single time. That. I remember I was I was I forgot what I was doing. And I sat down, I saw like, like oh uh a year ago today, and I looked at him like no. And I watched it and I was like, Nico, that was the greatest play I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Yeah. With Gus Johnson on the call too. No, maybe even better. So much better. That was yeah, that was definitely like the most, I don't know, special moment of my life, obviously. 
but it was just like number two versus number three. We're down 17 to three. They're kind of kicking our ass. Our defense steps up as I always do, like shuts out Penn State. We have this play in our playbook that we've been practicing all week that we like knew was going to be a touchdown. Like me and Spencer were hyped for this play, but we just knew we had to get them in a specific call. And on every first down, on normal down and distance. So every time it was first and 10, Penn State either played, I forget what it was. It was either like cover four or cover three or something like that. And it was 50-50, and we needed them to be in cover four for the play to work. And thankfully, they lined up in cover four, and we ran the play, and I felt like the ball was floating up in the air for fucking ever, dude. I'm sitting there. It's like in slow motion, like a movie damn near. And then I catch it. And these big-ass dudes from Penn State are, like, about to hawk me down. I'm like, <laughs> no way I'm getting hawked down on this big play. So I dove a little bit, even though the coaches here, like, say, don't ever dive in the end zone or and stick the ball out because I'll kill you if you fumble and it's a touchback. But thankfully we scored, and the defense came out and shut them down again, and we won the game. It was pretty cool. Everybody stormed the field. My family pretty was up cool. there. So. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. it was definitely awesome. It was a sick moment. You know, it was sick. You just went right through into like that tunnel in the corner. Yeah. Just chucked the ball on the ground. Yeah. Another cool thing about that play is like that was Keegan's coming out party, I feel like, where everybody realized like this dude could really freaking play. Mm -hmm. And for that play to work, he had to run like a post and like take his guy out the play. And he said he never ran faster in his whole entire life. And you could see him on the film, like, just cooking and, like, their defense chasing after him. And then on the camera that's, like, up by my face, everyone's, like, coming up coming up to me, like, dapping me up and everything. And then Spencer comes up to me, and you could hear him, like, on the video say, like, I freaking love you, dude. Like, in the video, it's just a cool moment that we share together. <laughs> yeah, you're right. With Keegan, Keegan that game broke, like, Five, like he's halfway tackled and then he goes for another 20 yards and then yeah. that next drive was your play mm. he caught a little hitch and like i swear he like didn't even realize how like explosive and like strong he was because he he like did the weirdest spin move ever and just like fucking blew by these people like he was a he was a different kind of athlete he was powerful like i've never seen someone like move like with that much like strength behind him i guess i don't know acceleration is insane like it was when he do like when we do uh sled pulls and stuff like that like he would blow people out of the water and he was he didn't look that big he was fucking strong yeah i remember so he early enrolled here with arlen and they um like at the end of every right before spring break, we do like testing where people do like a 10 yard time thing and a five ten five. And Keegan did a five ten five with his like his like fundamentals, like all sorts of wrong. Like he whack. They were bad. Horrible. Like horrible how bad he did it. And his time was like way better than everybody's. Like he demolished me in it and he like did it like his first time ever doing it. It was just impressive. I was like, well, they were they were talking about him breaking a mirror's. I think it was ten yard dash when he was like 
the first month he was in there. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Nuts. You know what's sweet about testing is every single time uh, we did testing, me and Nico got last and second last in every vertical jump. <laughs> it, was, it was either – no, it was, uh, it was broad jump. Yeah, probably every so, other so at a, I was bad. Nico was bad at long jump. And I will say – no, you Those probably guys, beat me in both of them. I beat him. I beat him by like point one. In which like, one? I think I think broad. It was bad, dude. Like oh, you, I, you like a, yours was bad. Yours was like bad. Mine was pretty bad. <laughs> and then, like there's everyone else. Uh, every was, time I see was, that tape out there when we're like doing warm ups, like my whole demeanor changes. I'm like, great, it's time for me to just embarrass myself and. <laughs> Dude, well, like the worst, like in the warm up too, when we do, uh, we just, if we had like a broad jump that you knew you had broad, you look, you see the tape, that. and you're like, okay, maybe it's not broad jump. Yeah. And then in the warm ups, you do like a triple broad jump just to like get ready. Yeah. The, we do like, a triple broad jump to bound now. I'm like, let's that broad that jump out of here. Keep those out. Let's run a route, something that matters. Yeah. Dude, they, they would, they would do broad jump shit. They would do that. And then they had one where you would, Broad jump, stop, collect yourself. Broad jump, stop, collect yourself, and then broad yeah, jump to see how far you can get. <laughs> we had dudes in three jumps get twelve yards, mm-hmm. and I shit you not, I'd look over and me and Nico would be like perfectly even at like seven. Yeah, dude. The like, funny thing was, is, now when we do that, like I feel I forget who it was. I think Drew. Were you ever here for Drew, the strength guy, Heitland? Yeah. All right, my bad, dude. I was there for right. three years with him. I get I'm getting all this shit mixed up, dude. Jeez, dude. All right, anyway, dude, let's say I'm pretty sure it was Drew. He was leading our, like, warm-up thing. We're doing the triple broad jumps. And, like, he was just letting me do it. So I'm I'm going, I'm jumping, and, like, Vines and Cooper DeGene are next to me, like, jumping through the, like, roof, right? They're actually, like, five on the first jump. I'm at, like, three. I jump, I, like, see them. I, like, take, like, a giant step forward, like, reset and jump. I would just do it every single time. So when we finished, we were, like, damn near even. It was funny. No one was really picking up on it except for him. It was good stuff, though. That's, dude, yeah. I hate that. It's a humbling experience. I beyond- uh, Honestly, I, I think that batting odds would have probably had you two at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean – uh, we, was, could, we could go through the receiver roster. We'd be like, yeah, that, that lines up. Yeah, but Speed's like, a different thing. Out. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we, I mean, we, we, we do like a – what's it called? We're the best route runners, though, Coop. Hey, yeah, yeah. speed. We'll take that. Who cares speeds. about the broad jump? No one. Nobody. Like, what is a broad jump test? Nothing. Nothing. What is it? What is it? I mean, maybe – like, we were slot receivers. Yeah, check my over the shoulder catching. I'm not trying to jump over a dude to catch a ball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With your two feet shoulder width apart like this, like it's just stupid shit. For us, you know what we do. For us, I will send you this. I will send you this video because this is the only argument me and Nico ever had. I, 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 in my opinion, I will gas Nico up here. I think Nico is the best router I've played with, probably ever. That's pretty nice. Um, But. What is his argument? I don't remember this argument we met. Not that. That wasn't. I was just guessing you up there. Oh. I, I needed to guess. Yeah, but I had to say that. Yeah, I love you. Come on. I think you're the best I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, what a moment. We used to do. 
we do uh actually no this damn it this isn't even is an this argument. An argument or is this yeah. our argument or what are you even talking about here the argument was i used to be a better blocker than you when i was a freshman sophomore and then the last like three years you kicked my ass it's not an argument but we used to argue about this one video um i'll send it to you forcer we had this thing called uh what's it called me I don't you know, know what you're talking exactly about. Exactly, I busted my shoulder on you. Oh, um, <laughs> block, not blocks. It's this stupid ass drill that we do here, oh, where oh, two oh, guys oh. literally run like this, and then this guy has to stop and turn and just head on collision with each other. It's a, it's a sim. You simulate being the front line on a kick, kick return yeah. unit. Something that me and would ever, ever be. No, bro. It's like it's ins- it's the hardest show you ever do. It's so- com- some some compete. That's it's not a void idea. zone compete. It's combat zone. Combat, combat zone. zone compete. So yeah, oh. like it's you you simulating the front guy on a kick return. <laughs> that guy's running. He can't see anything except for he's, his line. Where he has to stop and turn around and get you. And the guy behind him is simulating the guy on the kickoff, and you're running as fast as you can. But instead of avoiding him, which you usually do in a game, they put you through the hardest situation, which is just you just blow through the dude. So I am running as fast as I can, and Nico is the one running back to block me. And when I tell you this is – I actually think this might have been the fastest I've ever looked on camera in my life. <laughs> and Nico stuck me. But, like, I, I oh, blew him back. Like- I, I, won the, I won the rep. Yeah, he blew me back like 10 yards, but I didn't fall on my ass pretty Nico, much. Nico, like he – in a real game situation, he did like probably the best you could have done because like no one – doesn't it's matter how big you are. Like if you're running fast, you're going to push that person back some yardage. But like he would have he would have won that in a game because I couldn't get past him ever because he blocked me. Mm. But I so – matter of fact, that's that, that started a series of events. I was supposed to – be the receiver who did the receiver pass for that week. Like we had a we had a jet around, <laughs> and the receiver gets the ball and chucks it. I had the best arm in the receiver room. That's hands down. But it was always I mean actually Amir had a pretty good arm. He had a pretty good arm. But when Amir left, I had the best arm in the receiver room. I don't care what Cope says, doesn't matter. I was supposed to throw it that day, and we had it mapped up for team period at the end of, at the end of the day. In practice. In practice. This was like, I lost, like bro. Was I conditioned pretty much for this play. I was conditioned. I talked shit for literally three years to run this play. Yeah. And got the opportunity. And then you chickened out. I busted my shoulder on Nico on that play because I lowered my shoulder to knock him back. Literally couldn't lift my arm the whole practice. My right arm. We call it, and I'm like. I'm fucked. Like, I can't throw this ball. Yeah, you saw I get, I get the jet around. First off, was not open. I would have thrown a dime, which I could have with a healthy shoulder. <laughs> but I have Nick Neiman chasing me, and I fake throw it, run it, don't get a single yard. I hear Coco, sorry, Coop, you're never doing that again. And that was the end of it. And I never got a chance to throw a pass in practice ever again. And that I was like – passing the game last year or two years ago. He did against Minnesota, bro. I got hit so hard. This DM, bro, hit me like in the head. I like flipped over, and Padilla dropped it. I'm like, 
Thibodeau, are you kidding me, dude? I do remember. Oh, dear, get that ball. But it was a it was a rough in the passer anyway, so we got the 15 yards, so it was worth it. Like I got hit so hard I got up like laughing, like uncontrollably. It was one of those hits. Here's a question for you. Let's hear it. What's the hardest take hit you've ever taken in college? Uh, like what was like I know my I already I know exactly talking. what it is. What is it? Go first? You go first. Was it Iowa or was it it was a game? Okay, you go first. <laughs> we played my red shirt freshman year. We played at Wisconsin when they had like those mean ass linebackers. I forget who they are. Oh, it was like Sanborn. I don't I don't know their names, but they were fucking mean Damn. and they <laughs> are, bro. And we kept running slants into their linebacker. So I'm the slot receiver. I'm running literally three steps ahead and then literally into their linebacker for some reason instead of checking out to a hitch, which is what we started doing at the end of the game. So I run it. Stanley throws me into this guy. So I'm like putting my arms out a little bit, which is just like open for this linebacker to like just eat me up. He lit me up. I'm on the ground. He knocked the wind out of me. I'm like <gasps> like can't breathe. And then he's the kid is like talking shit in my face as I'm getting up. He's like, he said hey, this is the weirdest someone's ever talked shit to me. He was like in a baby voice. He was like, Oh, you gotta go see the doctor on the sideline. Something like that. I was like, What the hell, dude? Sprinted off the field. And then they threw the ball to Coop the next play. I'm like, what the fuck? Stan, what play was that? You caught like a bubble. Oh, Tyrone blew his block, bro. I had a yeah. touch. That's horse shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's I gave Tyrone that for like so many years, like for years. That's funny. Um, yeah, dude. Th- I mean, those. I don't even know if I got hit hard in a game. Like in a game, I usually, I usually fell down, or well, before you could get hit. Yeah, or I. Yeah, guys fall. are always making fun of people for like going down over the middle of the field. I'm like. Bro, you take this hit. Over the yeah. I remember I was like one of my only ton of tunnel screens. I actually got more than like five yards on my sophomore year. Oh, that year? Was it Maryland? Oh, no. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I think I got negative two on that. <laughs> I caught it behind and I didn't get any yards. Um, remember you like blew your hammy on the jet sweep? Freshman year? Was like, yeah, that was – I was going to say I either fell down and I didn't get tackled or I pulled a hamstring or something. <laughs> Um, You're moving that play, though. I was cooking, dude. I remember actually – okay, side note, tangent. Before that game, I my hamstring kept, like, giving. I'm like, that's not, that's not good. Mm. And I'm like, oh, maybe – I'm like, we're in too tight of clothing. I thought maybe I'd – because I had a lot of layers on because I was like, it's cold, Indiana. <laughs> so I go in, take um, my tights off, just have, short, like, nothing else but, like, socks and everything. First play, I get out, get a coop going. I go out. I'm like, man, I don't feel good. Get out there, turn the corner, pop my hamstring out for three weeks, come back. Not good. But you were out for three weeks then? I was out for three weeks, came back, Northwestern tore my ACL. Jeez. Mm. Yeah, it was tough. Um, it was the worst day of every Hawkeye's life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Coop, one time freshman year, though, we were like, it was Wisconsin end of the game. We call like Atlanta. We have Noah Fant out there, TJ Hankson out there. Oh, you're no, out there. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's not, it was not- throwing you a fade ball, though. He chose you over Noah Fant, TJ Hankson. No, 
That was Northwestern. That was the same game I tore my ACL. No, that was definitely I have a picture positive. of it. I have a picture of it. There is a picture positive. on the internet of no, me. Bro. Nico, listen to me. Listen to me. I don't believe, I don't care what you have to say. It was Wisconsin too. It was not Wisconsin. It you look was. at my name. I, I, look up Max Cooper, Iowa. It is a picture of me. They threw a fade to me. And the guy popped it out of my hands in the corner of the end zone. That's yeah. All right, fine. I dropped – they always posted that picture. I did not catch that ball. <laughs> it's such a bad – like that. I'm like, why – that's such a bad look. Anyway, I though, Stanley is choosing White Lightning over fucking Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson. That's a pretty good <laughs> – that's a there's, squad. There's, there's a reason Fant just ran a fly. TJ was out for some reason. They go, who? They literally go, who do we put in? And I, I'm like sitting next to the coach, and they go, who? And I'm like, all right. And I remember, I would, dude, I was. Someone said like, get ready to go in, and I'm like, damn, like I'm tight. It was a cold game. And I'm, like, I'm like, trying to like stretch. I'm doing like high knees. I get on the bike super fast. I'm doing like quick like twenty. And I was like, I'll go in. I run a fade route, and I thought my hamstring was gonna pull on that play. So wild. okay, we got way off tangent. Oh, hardest hit uh, ever. OJ under the lights practice. It was during camp, my freshman year, when we had a scrimmage. No one was there. I got a jet sweep. He came off the corner. I remember like it felt. You know when people get hit so hard in like movies, where, like they hit them and they spin like sideways and lose a ball and just looks like they're lifeless in the air. <laughs> it felt like that, but I'm pretty sure I just got hit and went down like a normal hit. <laughs> but like, when I you know up, I'm up. Bro, I got up and I go, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? Like, I was 165 <laughs> pounds. Dude, I what mean, about what about when Trey Creamer just like lit you up for no reason? <laughs> I forgot about that until you just started telling that story. You got that video? Yeah, it's in the group chat. What? Trey, what, what, happened? what happened to Trey Kramer? He transferred somewhere, but this play that Nico's talking about was like <laughs> absurd, and it was t- so absurd to the point where it was like, okay, that's a penalty, but I looked like a huge wimp, in better words, because I'm running. <laughs> wasn't Nico? Was I like running? I was running a wheel route or something like that, and like I'm. I'm remember, bro, that's why I need to find it right now. Instead of like running down, like keep my head down and running like a spot to get open. I like turned and was running with my, like the ball is coming over my shoulder, but it hadn't even left the quarterback's hands. And Trey Creamer just depleted me. Like when I tell you I'm running and a cornerback just comes out of nowhere and depletes me when the ball hasn't even been thrown. I was so confused when I got up. And I remember the first thing that happened in my head Besides the fact I'm like, that sucked. I looked like an idiot. Mm. And then instantly I go, this is going to come up in film, and we're going to rewind this probably three times because everyone's going to laugh at it. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. It was, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was tough, man. There's a lot of videos. Nico used to post shit. There's this picture of me. Oh, I have one of you, dude. There's a picture I think of it's me. it's from a I, year ago. I muffed a punt or something like that and like, practice. Yeah, dude, it's literally from – it's. <laughs> It's three my years hands, ago. My hands three are all like this. Is and the ball is like, <laughs> it's the most uncoordinated. <laughs> Dude, whack. <laughs> Did you see the, yeah. 
<laughs> That's a good one. It's uh, me. Yeah, me and Nick had some good times out there. There's our receiver room was elite. Like all five, all five years I was with Nick. I wasn't even that close with Nico until I don't know. Uh, second year, probably once you broke up with your girlfriend and stopped going home every weekend, we started to become boys. That's fair. That's a fair point. Yeah. Who was, was talking uh, about one for one Fortnite on here? Because my dad watches all these. He like literally was like laughing hysterically oh my about one for one Fortnite. It was I think it was Spencer. It was Spencer. Your dad texted me after that, and he, he literally just texted me and said, one for one Fortnite. I'm like, <laughs> where did you hear that from? Mm-hmm. Me and Spence had to play beer pong against Coop, and, like, if we won, then there would be no more one – it would be one for one Fortnite and not two for one Fortnite. Fortnite. Like, whenever we would play, Coop would get two turns, and we would each get one. Here's, like, here's the only child. <laughs> a skit think he is, this, this is where the only child argument came up. Was after that situation was oh because my God. I would play two for one Fortnite, which would mean if I died, I just hop right back in, wouldn't give anyone a chance. That's and crazy. this was on someone else. Like, imagine doing that in college though with your friends. Like, what the fuck? This was on. This was on. This was not on. My sitting there Xbox. watching you. Yeah, it was on. Like, I think it was on Spencer's Xbox, and he's like, "Bro, it's my Xbox." I'm like, "I don't care." Dude, like, what dorm were you in, Forrester? Catlett. You ever been in Peterson before? Oh, yeah. Well, so when you guys broke Kramer, he was the first guy that I met in Peterson. What'd you say? It kind of like... Trey Kramer? Yeah, oh, Trey Kramer was the first no. guy I ever met in Peterson Hall, like, who wasn't <laughs> one of my friends from home. <laughs> it was hilarious. Dude, he, was hilarious. You- he was so funny. <clears throat> he was funny. You know how they had, like, study rooms at the end of each side? Mm-hmm. So, like, me and Coops, I early enrolled, so I was in the dorm with Coop oh, for like half of a year. This story. So Ryan and Coop lived next to me, and I would always like Ryan one day asked me to hang out with him. I'll start, I'll rewind a little bit. Me and Spence got here together, and we had like no friends, right? Like we were seriously like depressed. We were like, this place sucks. None of these guys are like making friends with us. Like we were going to like restaurants by ourselves we would like literally cry to each other like about how we wanted to go home so bad finally ryan asked me to be his friend so i started becoming friends with them except every time he would go to coop's room to hang out he wouldn't be there so we were like we would go looking for coop trying to find him so we you'd walk and coop would always be like in his same spot he would either be in the study room or there was like a little ledge. Like, remember you used to like sit on that little ledge by the window with your little laptop and you'd FaceTime your girlfriend and shit? It was very, was notebook. very, very notebook esque. I, I swear I have a video of who like blowing a kiss on FaceTime to his girlfriend or something. Like, you're doing. Oh, you There's a video of me like kissing the camera. Yeah, Just you're kissing the camera, bro. He's a, he's a lover. He's a lover. Oh my man. God. That was, yeah, dude, that was. Uh... <laughs> It sucked because, like, that was – me and Ryan actually talked about this. Ryan got really close with you guys. Yeah. I – You wasted was, a year of friendship. I we, I did waste a year of friendship. I didn't hang out with you guys enough. Shit's on every, time, every time they'd come into my room, I would just leave. They'd go, like, FaceTime. <laughs> or, like, I, dude, I was just – yeah, I was – And, I, and if I was 
so homesick. I was homesick too. Only I was like four hours away. You were literally a drive away crying. You're a fucking baby. I'd, I'd, I'd be like in tears. Like, oh, I don't want to come home. Man. It was. Coop, yeah, have you ever told your story about uh, <laughs> missing work or like waking up hella early and like thinking? Oh my gosh, I haven't told that story. I feel like the people would love that. Okay, that's a good story. Good call. <laughs> All right, Forrester, I don't know if I've told you this, but this is actually hilarious. <laughs> this is whack. So I woke up. Here's 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 my usual day by day. Like this wait, is wait, wait. Every morning we go like this. We had we had a kid named Duco living out. We got to we got to start over for a quick second. Okay. If you missed a lift when you first got here, like it was like the end of the world, bro. Like you felt like your world was ending. I lift, I missed once, and like I was literally scared to run out there because I didn't want to get yelled at, right? Like conditioning was terrifying when we were freshmen. Okay, go go. It was terrifying because, like Nico said, if you missed it, you'd run out. Like, for example, usually Coach Doyle would be at the other end of the field. So you'd walk in, every every group would split in a skill semi or line. Every group would be in a different corner. Everybody would Whoa. see you. Everyone saw you walk in. Everyone's like, where's Nico? Like everyone mm-hmm. knew who was missing because the coach would be like, anyone know where Nico is? Yeah. yeah. They got like a little right. board that they cross off everybody. They'd be like, fuck it, let's start it. And they'd, they'd be like, we'd be like, oh, shit. So <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be in like groups. And Nico, like if you were late – First off, the wake up. I never was late. And this is like my biggest fear. So like I made sure I wasn't late. <laughs> Nico, like you could have to make the run down to the other side of the indoor field to say something to Coach Doyle. And they would like Coach Doyle wouldn't even sit. He'd just be like, Yeah, like, we'll prowler. indoor prowler. And like you would push a prowler with no weight on it. Like it was super low. So it's almost like you're like bent over pushing it, like a bear crawl almost. Just as long as, as until he said like stop. In which it was like 15, 20 minutes, but like that wasn't even the bad part. It was just the fact that yeah. you had to run over there in front of everyone and be like, hey. And he's like, go on the indoor. It's like, shit. <laughs> that was like everyone's worst. When I tell you every freshman's worst fear, when you see someone the first time miss or are late for a lift, it is the scariest feeling for that person. Mm-hmm. So that is like my worst fear. So like, for example, I would go to bed. I had this, I was a weirdo with my like alarm clocks to the point where set like 10 alarms on my phone in the morning <laughs> i would text my parents because i text my parents every morning when i woke up like morning what's up guys morning and at the time i had a girlfriend I'd text her good morning too and then i also got i actually get to the point where i'd put an alarm on my laptop too but that was like for the week i'm like this is weird i need, i probably shouldn't do that so one morning i wake up ryan's my roommate we have bunk beds we're across the room we had this kid named Max Duco sleeping below me. He was sleeping in her, uh, for like a month just on her food time. Alarm wakes up. Actually, take that back. Alarm did not wake up. I get out of bed. I'm like, oh, shit. Got to get up. I get out of bed. Ryan's sound asleep. Duco's sound asleep. And I'm thinking, okay, this is weird. I'm never like the first one out of here. We're usually like kind of up at the same time. I get down. I'm putting my clothes on. It's cold out. I open the door. And like – I'm a chapstick fiend. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm addicted. And if I don't have chapstick, my lips get super chapped really fast. Everyone, like, all my friends know that I used to get chapstick for my birthday, for my friends. Just a thing. I realized I forgot my chapstick. I open the door. Ryan wakes up and he goes, What the fuck are you doing? 
I'm like, oh, I forgot my chapstick. Grab it, walk out. Those guys are still sleeping. I go down, take the elevator down to Peterson. The person at the front desk and Peterson's sleeping. I'm like, this is weird. And mind you, I woke up, texted my parents, texted my girlfriend, bleep that out. I go outside. Every moped's still in the parking lot. I'm delusional. It's like early in the morning. Like you're not thinking when you sat early in the morning. But I did think this is weird. Like the guy that was asleep at the front desk, every moped's here. Whatever. I hop on my moped. I'm driving in the streets and I'm telling you there's like fog over the road. I feel like I'm in a movie, like a scary movie. Not a car on the road. I pull into the facility and like when you first pull in, there's a little parking lot in front in front of the track stadium. And I'm like, not a car here. This is a little weird. But I see a light on upstairs, like in the facility. I'm like, okay, cool. And you turn a right where like all the parking is in the back. There's a circle drive where everyone parks their moped. Not a soul there. Not a car there. Not a moped there. No one. And I'm like sitting there on my moped in the middle of the street. And I'm looking around. I'm just like, like no one's in this parking lot. No one's in the, the hospital parking lot. What the hell is going on? So I pull my phone out and it's three o'clock in the morning. I didn't wake up to an alarm. I had texted my parents and my girlfriend, good morning. Didn't look at the time and realize, oh my God. Yeah. Bleep. Minute. <laughs> um, didn't realize that I had been just driving my moped at three o'clock in the morning to go to we had we didn't have workouts till two and a half hours later. Drove home, hopped in my bed, slept for another two hours, woke up. Weirdest thing. It mm. was dude. And then we also had another guy uh, who said that they slept drove their moped to the facility one time, which I do not believe that. But dude, Coop, I mean, you know what I was thinking about a couple days ago was when we went to we went to dinner with Beast and we went through all like the simp of the week shit. We used oh, to like make a Google Doc and vote on each other, and we would like. Every time someone did something simpy during the week, we would send it in the chat and we would literally make a simp of the week. And like Padilla would make a whole like collage of them or Ryan. It was funny as hell. It was whack. So we'd, we'd had like a – it was just our friend group. <laughs> and this was like actually whack. Who was Bro, like Coop was on a date one time and like we all showed up to the date and like Bro, pulled our all... phones out and like are taking videos of Coop. Like not exaggerating. I am – with this girl at Basta, <laughs> and every single guy walks in. It's six dudes. Who is the girl? Like, shut up. <laughs> we can't like we can't name drop on this pod. Name dropping pod. Yes, <laughs> that a minute. Fucking. <laughs> you knew exactly who it was. Yeah, I know. At Spencer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, dude, I remember, and I remember one time because that like no one else did that to anyone else. I was the only person who got walked in on at a date. Like you're the only guy going on dates, bro. Like they would walk in, they took a picture of me, they sent in the group chat, and they go caught. And then like at the end of the week, we we had a poll, and it was like who was simp of the week. And then like we just we'd vote on the simp of the week. We did this for probably eight weeks, nine weeks, probably nine weeks. Yeah, so awesome. we also made every single person have their location on their phone. Mm-hmm. So we would just like run up on everybody. Everybody. Bro. Spencer was Spencer was on a date at a coffee shop. And uh, yeah, I remember you got him back. 
me and Ryan were in there, and Ryan's like, don't do it. I'm like, what do you mean, don't do it? You guys all ran up on me. So I walked in, and I acted like I was on a phone call. Yeah. I walked past him like this, and I'm like, oh, what's up, Spence? <laughs> I went like this, and Spence, like, you can see him in the video. What the f-? And then, like, I, I, like, fake went to the bathroom, came back, and I just walked out. And I had the video, like, the girl's like, and then, like, the worst part is you have to explain to the girl what just happened. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we have this thing, like, simp of the week. If you get caught doing the simpy stuff, you get voted simp of the week. It was bullshit. So, Nico, you are all, you're only 49 receptions away from the all-time record. Are you going to count it? <laughs> yeah, I feel like during the game, they should have like a a countdown thing like LeBron kind of had. You know what I'm saying? That's what I yeah. am losing this. You might get it first game. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, just got to do the little things, catch every ball that comes my way this year. Whatever happens, happens. As long as we win, I'll be happy. And just got to do my job. But Dude, the you, ha- you have to go down as the receptions leader. It, your your name already is like one of the coolest plays. Right? <laughs> like your legacy is solidified. Yeah. But you go number one on the charts. Right. I, I feel like they may have to put a little bit of a like an asterisk next to my name though, considering I did like six years of college. Except if they don't put that up there, then maybe nobody will know in like 20, 30 years, right? No one will know. You got that. injured though. Yeah, right. We'll just say that I missed a year. Came back, caught some balls. Nobody will know it took six. Mm-hmm. No, it'll be good. It'll be fine. <laughs> you got, you know what you got to do is just tape. You got to write the number 50. 50 breaks the record, 49 ties it. You got to write the number 50 on a piece of tape and just put it over Cade's name. Wait, is this <laughs> yards? Huh? You'll be the all-time yards leader? No. It's receptions. receptions. Yes. It's 50 receptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your goal should be to like, get that within the s- third quarter of the first game. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You, realize it's, you realize it's not yards, right? You're about yeah. 1,500 yards away. <laughs> well, that works out perfectly then. So if you get, if you get 50 receptions in the first three quarters of the first game, hmm. you should be – Damn near 500 yards. Like, are you making a joke or are you being for real? I'm. I, I can't tell if you're like understanding because you said like yards. We're breaking the yards, right? No, no. I'm breaking the. <laughs> I know. Okay. I couldn't tell, bro. I know. You're breaking the reception, Damn. the average yards per reception. Laporta's fifth all time reception. <laughs> Laporta is? Yeah, Laporte is a beast. He is a beast. Man, that's Not awesome. tight ends, though, dude. Yeah, it, it's got to be in receivers. It's a receiver year. Yep. Receiver year, sure. So what's – so 2023 is – Year of the receiver. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Year of the reception leader. What are – give us your prediction for this season, personal and team – all right, we'll go with team first. You know, guys, you guys see John Morant's uh, interview a couple weeks ago? No. 
cool some of the West. Yeah, you know what he said? He said the West is easier, something like that. No, fine in the West. So I'm fine in the West. Big Ten West is just fucking nothing. I'm fine in the West. And we'll see Michigan in the fucking Big Ten Championship. Clip that shit right there. <laughs> no, yeah, it should be. Um, uh, yeah, we talked about, like, our goal can't just be to win the Big Ten West. Like, that has to be, like, our expectation this year. So if we're, like, sitting here, like, uh, like, we got to, like, shit has to be, like, ours to take. Like, we got to walk into every game with a big pair of fucking balls and, like, out tough every single team we play, every single game. And it starts off with the three out-of-conference games, but then we get right into the mix, like Penn State week four at Penn State. It's a night game, and it's going to be like they're all whiteout game, which will be, like, insane to play in. And then it'll be, like, our first Big Ten test. And we'll see what it goes from there. And then myself, dude, the most touchdowns I ever had in a – year was only two which is some sorry ass numbers so this year i'm going all out i gotta get in the end zone a couple times this year more than two i'll be happy is it three (laughs) what he said am i gonna be happy with three no we're gonna get like it's gonna be above five we're gonna get in there i'm gonna break some tackles this year juke a little bit and then every ball that's thrown my way, the more balls you catch at the beginning, the more balls that'll come the whole season. So I just got to look everything in, do everything the right way, catch everything, tuck it, get the first down, get kid to trust me as much as I possibly can. And then we'll be we'll be all set. 2023. Yeah. You're in the receiver. You're the receiver, man. The Iowa receivers. The reception leaders. The, <laughs> the juking yeah, I got nothing. Um, yeah. Dude, you could be the you could be the Penn State killer. Is that gonna be a whiteout? Ooh, it is. Tory, like I guess Tory Taylor is friends with the Penn State punter. He said he texted him and told him that their coaches let them know that the Iowa game there will be the all white game. Oh, yeah. So I've never like the Coop first. Going. Yeah, that'll be a cool game. Like so, my freshman year, Coops. Second year here, we played at Penn State, and it was, like, a storm. So, like, there weren't that many fans. And then the – It was COVID. Yeah, it was COVID. So, there were no fans then. So, I've never got to play at Penn State when it was, like, popping. Then, like, I played at Michigan my redshirt freshman year, but that's, like, a bunch of old people in the stands. Like, it's not, like, rowdy. Mm -hmm. And then I played at Ohio State, which was – Ohio State was pretty – like, when we drove up to it and we saw everyone was like, holy shit, this place is huge. But then it wasn't, like, young college people in there going crazy. Mm-hmm. But Penn State is, like, young college people, like, going crazy, like, in atmosphere. So that should be fun. Yeah, I, I told the story when Joe Evans came on, but the Ohio State – I went to the Ohio State game <clears> – <throat> I have a picture. I don't know if I sent it to you of your family. Like you had a ton of family members. Uh, yeah. Again, that uh-huh. game. And Some then, my boys uh, came. Yep. Lachey had a ton as well. Yeah, Lachey uh, had a squad too. 
Yeah, that was a very cool game. But <laughs> when, when Joe Evans scored the touchdown, I was grabbing beer in the concourse. Uh-huh. And it was so loud. I thought I thought it was Ohio State who scored. <laughs> Come out, I was up 7-0. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was weird. That was a that was a rough one. That was nice. Penn State Whiteout is a fan's bucket list item. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine being a player in that. Yeah, you gotta make it out there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mark your schedule. Yeah. And then we got we got no Michigan, no Ohio State. We play Michigan State though. I think Not hard. Are you telling me or asking me? No, no, it's in Kinnick. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, dude. No. So Big Ten has got to be our that's our expectation for the year. It's either win or bust. I love it. I love it. Playoffs next year. That's what I'm saying, dude. Playoffs, like, we got the defense always. Listen, maybe I'm just, like, delusional, but our defense is always, like, the best, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say we could just put up a couple points a game. Like, maybe nothing crazy. I'm not saying 40 points. What 25 is, is the number. Yeah, throw. 25. <laughs> Let's do 25 points. We're, <laughs> we're looking pretty good. I'm not, I'm not. Listen, I'm all good with the 25. I'm saying we're getting we're getting 25 a game. That's it. And then you'll see us in the national championship. If we put up 25 points a game, you'll literally see us in the national championship. Or you'll see us in the playoff, right? Let's not get fucking crazy here. We'll win Fuck. some fucking games if we put up 25 points. Do it. That's this right. We got that. I'm not gonna. We'll say that. <laughs> I can't wait. That's yeah. This is gonna be an electric season. No. Yeah. It's time to start getting hyped up again for football. Mm-hmm. Fire up. All right. Well, that's Nico Regani. Nico. Oh, Ragaini. Yep. Get it right. Add a little bit of spice. Bad. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Got to put the Italian emphasis in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nico, thanks for coming on. Now you now you have to come on always. Yeah. Every week. Let's do it. Every Tuesday. You're a text away. Mm-hmm. Could we'll make mistakes, make us all late again, and then we'll we'll do the pod. <laughs> Just right. to let you know those steaks were phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs>